You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Talking with my friend, good friend, Patrick Lilly with Core Real Estate Services, the Patrick Lilly team, New York City, Brooklyn, Manhattan, and uh, really how we're hearing the news of everything's like a ghost town. And I wanted to talk to my friend with boots on the ground to, to really get a feel for, and someone who lives there, to get a, a feel for what is happening, how to uh, better discern, decipher the news. You're saying it's not really a ghost town. There are a lot of changes, but uh, it's very different than what we may hear in sound bites. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, uh, uh, most New Yorkers have come back to the city if they've left. Um, they may be coming on a sporadic basis. They may be spending less time there, but, you know, the streets are busy. Uh, there's a lot of traffic out there. Um, um, not quite as busy and not quite as trafficked as before, but it's definitively not a ghost town. There are well, who has stayed away are tourists. And so that's the primary difference is there are no tourists. Broadway's still black. You know, restaurants are only, they're going up to 35% next week, but that's, you know, there's not as many options culturally to when you visit to do things. What's nice for New Yorkers, though, is that, you know, as a New Yorker, I would never, ever go to the Statue of Liberty or up to up on top of the Empire State Building or, or the World Financial Center because it's just filled with tourists and I don't want to be around them. Um, I know that sounds horrible, but it's true. <laughs> I um, get it. I get it. You're discovering your own city. I'm, you You can go on top of the World Trade Center now on certain times during the week, and you'll be the only two people up there. It's so cool. It is so cool. Well, it's interesting that you have that perspective. And, of course, there are a lot of people who are hurting for the, through this. If, if you're a Broadway performer— or if you're one of the small oh. businesses that's had oh. had you know been shut down or whatever it is that's happening, there's a real painful story to that, and I don't want to gloss over it in this description of that things are still happening. But uh, you and I, you and I are on pretty opposite ends of the political spectrum. I'm pretty sure we've had some of those discussions I'm, in the past. I'm going to say we're on opposite ends in terms of how we vote. I said that many of our intentions are very similar. I totally, I mean, I love sitting down and talking to you. And again, it's why this, this call was here. I want to reconnect with Patrick, but I don't want to reconnect with Patrick and not share a perspective that is, I mean, you're here, we're, we're broadcasting in the, the buckle of the Bible belt, center of the United States. And uh, we're pretty conservative here for the most part. And, uh, there are so many things that are, are deceiving when we hear the, the national news or um, get that Facebook post or link that is um, really uh, inflammatory. And having the conversation reduces a lot of that. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I like to say to my friends here in New York is everybody who voted for Trump is not a horrible person. And do you have any dear Republican friends? If you don't, how are you ever going to see the other side as not being um, problematic? And the same thing goes, I want to say to your listeners in Oklahoma. Do you have any dear Repub uh, Democratic or progressive friends? If you don't, you know, 
maybe from a spiritual or a Christian basis, you might want to reach out to some to develop those friendships just so you can see we're not the devil and that, you know, we care about our nation as much as you do. And it's if you can see the people who disagree with you, their side, their version of why they believe the way they do and what fears. This is always the best question I've ever learned. To ask. The fear. You know, there you go. I ask people. I ask people who have different beliefs than I do, what is it that you fear? When they tell me what they fear, uh, and this is like, this has really worked to help maintain my relationship with my brother, um, is when he tells me that, it's so much easier for me to have compassion for him when we're talking about fears, because then I can understand where he's coming from. As a human being. I don't, it doesn't change my opinion, but it makes the dialogue possible. Yeah, yeah, as a human being and loving a, another human being. And that's the that's the real key there too. This is this is that part of the conversation where having the conversation doesn't mean that you're changing your opinion. It's changing your understanding. And when we understand, yeah. we can we can yeah. meet we can meet each other with a a dialogue that can be more productive whether it changes your stance on an issue or not but there's a there's a real divide and that divide's been created by uh, a a media and and sound bites that have kept us apart so i I really value i've always valued i would say it's not just i would not say it's just the media i would also say it's politicians whose primary goal is to stay in power and and which is, is part of politics sides. anyway on both sides yeah that that po- politicians are more interested in staying in an elected position than doing the right thing and i totally understand why they may do that because that if that's your job you want to keep your job yeah but both of those scenarios do not make for a healthy scenario and my biggest wish is that we can learn to not hate each other that we can learn that that people who believe differently from you are good people too, and that we're all in this together. Well, I've always appreciated you, friend, and uh, so good to, to talk again. What can you tell us about, I've got about 60 seconds left, what can you tell us about the recovery of, of New York City, what, the direction of it? Well, um, the real estate market is really picking up. Um, um, you know, I, it'll be, it's a little bit harder to tell because the question becomes is what is the national economy going to be doing in the next couple of years? If the economy can start to pick up, then we'll see New York pick up anymore. If it stutters, then we'll see it stuttering. Um, so that portion I can't predict, but I can say right now I'm really optimistic where New York is given the last month and a half in real estate in New York. Well, that is great to hear because um, New York is not my hometown, but it's sure a great place to visit, and I want to be back and enjoy that vibrant city. So I look forward to that, and also some uh, some great stories for you and your business. Patrick Lilly with Core Real Estate Services and also the Patrick Lilly team. If you're in upstate New York, thanks for being with us today. My pleasure, Daryl. It's good to talk to you, my friend. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin. 